Today is Global Middle Finger to End Christianity Day. Andrew Como resigns as governor of New York. And have we entered the final seven years? We're going to talk about these three huge news stories and more today on End of the Age. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're so glad that you've joined us today. We have some very, very exciting news stories to cover with you. But before we do, I want to remind you that the Bible tells us that God's wrath is coming in the form of sores, darkness, great hail, people being scorched with immense heat and more. Now, what if I told you there was a way to be immune of this gruesome judgment? You can eliminate fear about the wrath of God and understand how to have peace in the end times by watching our brand new teaching video, The Seven Vials. Go to endtime.com slash DVD. Now this month only, you can get your copy of The Seven Vials DVD with a gift of any amount. Whatever you want to give, you can get it uh, this month only. And you'll be the first to receive our new lesson when it ships in September. So this lesson covers exactly what will take place as God's wrath is poured out on the earth and what you need to know to have peace during this time. So go to endtime.com slash DVD or call 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463 to be one of the first ones to receive our new DVD. All right, Doug, we're real excited about that DVD because it's Dave's first DVD lesson that he's put out. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you've known Dave for over, well, it's been about a decade now, right? Almost, yes, sir. So, do you ever see that one coming? No, I never did, <laughs> especially when I first met Dave. I think it's been longer than a decade, really, because I helped move them in whenever they moved down here from okay. Indiana. And so, I've known Dave for a while, but uh, I remember standing in the hallway talking to him about that lesson and saying, you know, that's something we don't have yet. We haven't done a lesson on the vials. Yeah. And he's like, well, we can make that happen. So. <laughs> He, he must have had a mouse in his pocket because I didn't have any part of that. That was all Dave. <laughs> there we go. We'll go to endtime.com slash DVD and uh, your gift of any amount will get it shipped to you first. So we're really excited about that. Also want to remind you that um, Dave will be in New Orleans area this week. It's actually Marrero. Um, he'll be there Saturday and Sunday. Saturdays at 6 p.m. He'll be talking about the future. And then Sunday is 9.30 a.m. We'll be talking about breaking prophetic fulfillments with a Q&A to follow. So you don't want to miss that. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the location and other details surrounding the event. So be sure to make plans if you're in the New Orleans area. All right, Doug, we are going to take people's calls at one eight seven seven end time so we look forward to talking to you, but we want to get right in. We've got three big stories that we feel like everyone needs to know, hear about, and then we're going to explain it through uh, a biblical lens, and we're going to mix in a lot of love and joy and all that stuff because that's so important. Yes. And, uh, you know, in spite of... Uh, the gruesome whatever you know there's all these things that people start feeling when they read scary headlines right. but like we always do it's not about fear mm-hmm. it's about faith 
It's about having peace that we know Jesus and there's no reason to be afraid. So if you ever get the vibe that we're fear mongering here, we're not intending to be that way. So let's talk about it, Doug, before I I just keep rambling. Go ahead. Well, first of all, let me just say, you know, we say all the time, this is a prophecy ministry. And so we talk and we, um, you know, that's our main focus, but that's what we talk about so much. And we tell everybody that prophecy is about building faith. Jesus told us things would happen so that when we saw those things happen, our faith could be built. And so in Matthew 24, uh, starting with verse 10, it says, And then there shall many shall be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that, in, that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for, uh, for a witness unto all nations. And then the end shall come. So the Lord told us that we're going to see things like this. People being offended. People betraying one another. People hating one another. False prophets arising. Uh, all these things were going to happen because iniquity or sin abounds. Okay. And so we're watching these things begin to happen. But look at what the Lord says. But he that endureth until the end, the same shall be saved. So he tells us we have to endure through these things. we got to make it through this. And how do we do that? We do this by knowing Scripture. We do this by being born again. We do this by being able to have a communication with the Lord, um, with our God, the creator of the universe. Uh, he has called us each into a relationship with them. And that's why we don't need to be afraid of these things. But it, it tells us something else there, that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached into all the world as a witness. And then the end shall come. So just because we're seeing these things begin to happen, it doesn't mean that the end is right now. It means that we're approaching that time. So just a little bit of hope and love from there. So, Well, you know, it doesn't matter the circumstances. These things are going to unfold. Right. And Jesus is going to be with us there all the way along. So there's That's nothing right. to be afraid of. That's for sure. Amen. Um, now we want to get into the first story. It's, today is Global Middle Finger to End Christianity Day. Now that's a mouthful <laughs> and it's also ridiculous. Yes. But the story is, says, in case you didn't know, today, August 12th, is Global Middle Finger to End Christianity Day uh, at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. That is... It was 1 o'clock our time. It was 1 o'clock our time, yeah. Yeah. I've got the messing it up. So two hours ago. Okay. Atheists around the world plan to stand in solidarity and give a big middle finger to the sky to end Christianity and create more atheists. Direct quote from their Facebook page says at 2 p.m., everybody give a big middle finger to the sky to end Christianity and create more atheists while fighting the global prayer so their sky daddy won't snatch us up. Their sky daddy. What in the world does that mean? So uh, did we show the picture there, Vince? I know we had a picture from their Facebook page. I don't know if we got to flash that up. There, there it is. Comes. Of course, we've so, censored out the yeah parts that we... The, the finger. We don't want to offend anybody. But there it is. And that's from their Facebook page uh, that was announcing this. So that was the, the goal of their deal today. My question is to them, if you don't believe God exists in the first place, why do you go outside and do this? If he doesn't exist, what difference does it make? Right. It's kind of crazy. But, you know, um, the the thing about it, I didn't feel the earth shake. I thought we might have felt something when that (laughs) happened, but we did not feel anything. Nope. But, you know, Jesus prayed for people like this when he was on the cross, uh, when when he was being crucified. The people that were there that were uh, saying blasphemy things to him and, and just... 
uh, blasphemous things to him and, and just yelling things at him. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And I think that that's where these folks are. They don't really understand what they're doing. But it's a huge movement and it's, it's a little bit crazy. Why? Because I can never in my life think that they don't have fear of God. I mean, it, it blows my mind that people don't fear God, that they'll go out and give Him the finger. Yeah, it's crazy. We'll talk a little bit more about that on the other side of the break. We are taking your calls at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. There's some that say the final seven years have begun. We're going to talk about that later in the show too. So don't go anywhere. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith. In the hearts of Christians around the world, we will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Want to remind you that Dave and Janet will be in the New Orleans area uh, this weekend, so they'll be specifically in Marrero. You can learn more about that conference by going to endtime.com/events. It'll be Saturday night at six p.m. and Sunday morning at nine thirty a.m. If you're in the New Orleans area, you don't want to miss it. So Dave and Janet would love to see you out there. Uh, all right, Doug, before the break, we were talking about how today is global middle finger to end Christianity day. And uh, just talking about that a little bit, how crazy it is. We showed a picture of what uh, they've got going on on their Facebook page, which several people in our chat on Facebook said they reported it. And Facebook got back with them and said it doesn't 
uh, it doesn't go against our community guidelines. That doesn't surprise <laughs> And me. so uh, <laughs> interesting how that works. But yeah. uh, by the way, if you are on Facebook, share the video, do the heart icon instead of the thumbs up. It helps us get the word out, break through the algorithm a little bit more. We appreciate it so much when you share the video and uh, heart it. It helps us out. So anyway, um, Global Middle Fingered in Christianity Day kind of got cut off there from the break. What else do we need to know about that? Well, the thing about it, Vince, is, I mean, we see these things happening. Some of the things that we talk about daily on this program, and and I know there's a lot of people that uh, have reached out to me and said that, you know, where's the hope in all this and where's God in all this? Well, there's a scripture, you know, that has been going around for a long time now. Since Ever since last year, I've seen this scripture so many times. But this is the key to it. I mean, this is really the key. Second Chronicles 714 uh, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Well, that's the Old Testament, Doug. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's a promise, right? God's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. And so this is a promise from God. This is all it would take, folks. If Christians around the world began to get on their knees and do this. And I'm not saying Christians aren't doing this. I believe Christians are doing this. I've talked to a lot of people throughout the week, and there are a lot of people doing this. I know that everyone at our church does this. You know, this is something that, I mean, we have a specific night that's just set aside for prayer night where, you know, the church comes together and prays. But this is what we need to do as a Christian nation to get our nation back, to turn things around, to even turn this this whole COVID thing around. To yeah, I mean, when you look at the scripture right before this, it talks about grasshoppers, it talks about drought, and it talks about plagues. And God said, but if my people who are called by my name, the name of Jesus, shall humble themselves and pray. Now, what do you think that my humble part means? I think, Vince, that we've got to stop living for ourselves and begin to live for God. That's what I think about. When I think about being humbled, I think about I need to stop worrying about what Doug wants and start thinking about what God wants me to do and how I need to live my life. And that's what I see. There. I would also add that when we when we pray, we're saying God or anybody around. Yeah, I can't do this on my own. Right. I need something. I need, which of course Man. we know that it's the God of the universe, Jesus Christ. Yeah. We need you to strengthen us. We need you to help us navigate these situations that we don't Absolutely. know how to navigate. That's why we make prayer a priority here at End Time. Every day our team comes together yeah. to start the day off with prayer. Yeah. And we pray for our partners. So, um, you know, you can go to endtime.com slash contact. There's a form there. One of the options is prayer request. Submit your prayer request right there. Our team, when we come together at 8 a.m., we will mention your name specifically and your need, and we will pray with you through whatever you've got going on. So we get prayer requests from around the world. And so go to endtime.com slash contact and submit your prayer request, and we will mention you uh, in the coming days. And we have um, huge moves of the Spirit in those prayer times sometimes. And, um, you know, I mean, we, we receive things from God. I mean, we, you just you feel God's presence there and you feel the Holy Spirit moving in those prayer times. And we've had people when we reach out to them because we send letters to those partners saying, hey, we pray for you today. Mm-hmm. And we've had people 
respond back and say, on this day, mm-hmm. I needed that prayer so bad and this happened. And yeah. they'll, they'll share those stories. I had a doctor's appointment and I got this in the mail before I went to the doctor's right. appointment and everything turned out. Yeah. I had a court date or whatever. It's yeah. really amazing. Yeah. It's not like... Um, we don't even have a human picking out these people's name. We generate it from the database. Right. And it just, we say, God, put whoever needs to be on this list on this list. Yeah. And then we also have the specific requests that people send in through endtime.com slash contact. Yeah. But uh, it's amazing how God has worked that out yeah. and really blessed people uh, through just what we do. And we know those blessings are happening all around the world through Absolutely. prayer. Um, I, I feel like maybe we should just pray right now. Just say a quick prayer. What do you think? Let's you okay with that? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right. Sure, Let's do go it. ahead. Okay. Lord God, we come before you thanking you, first Thank of all, you, that we can call upon the name of Jesus, that you yes, give us your name, Lord. You give us this relationship. You give us opportunity to uh, speak directly to you, God. And you have Jesus told us in your word that we are called by your name. And we thank you for that promise today, word. Lord. We pray for these people the today, Lord, that, that don't you know shed. you, that have done this gesture today, Jesus, Lord. Uh, in spite of who you are, they just don't know, Lord. And thank I pray you, that you help them to to understand. I pray that those people can have salvation. Thank you, and most of all, Lord, in this time where we deal with fear on a yes, daily Lord. basis, I, believe I pray that you just help us, Lord, to mm. know that you have not given us that spirit. That Amen. spirit is not yes, of Jesus. you, Lord, but you've given us a spirit of power oh, and of love Amen. and of a sound mind, Lord, and we thank you for that today. And yes, I pray Jesus. that if anybody has fear today in their life, whether it be about this virus, Lord, or the vaccine, yes, or Jesus. the things going on in our government, Lord Jesus, I pray right now that you give them a peace in their spirit and that your Holy Spirit would lead and guide them, Lord. If there's anybody that's hearing the sound of our voice today that does not know you as their Lord and their Savior, they have not been biblically born again, I pray, Lord, that you will speak to them today and they'll reach out to us, God, and we can help them. And, Lord, we just give you this day, we give you this program, we just thank you that you love us. Thank you that we have promises like this in your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus, man, we better get an organ in here right now. <laughs> I'm about to sing just, that old song. No matter what the weapon is, I want you to know yeah, that amen. I win. Come on now. Don't get me started, Doug. <laughs> you cranking it up. I like it. It's I'm, a Thursday. It is a Thursday. I'm excited. It's it's a good day. <laughs> I think our prayers are being heard, though. You amen. Know? And and so we we have some proof of that. I feel like we have a story here that's showing us maybe God is bringing some things into the light. So. That's our second story today. Amen. Well, go to the second story. Kumo <laughs> resigns amid scandals. It's quite a way to wrap up a, a prayer meeting, but here we go. Governor Andrew Kumo of New York said on Tuesday that he would resign from office, succumbing to a ballooning sexual harassment scandal and an astonishing reversal of fortune for one of the nation's best-known leaders. Mr. Kumo said his resignation would take, take effect in 14 days. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hockel, a Democrat, will be sworn in to replace him, becoming the first woman in history to occupy New York State's top office. Quote, given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing, uh, Mr. Kumo said in remarks streamed from his office in Midtown Manhattan. And therefore, that's what I'll do. I'll remind you, we are taking your calls, one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Mr. Kumo's dramatic fall was shocking in its velocity and vertical drop a year ago. The governor 
was being hailed as a national hero for his steady leadership amid the coronavirus pandemic. The resignation of Mr. Cuomo, 63, a three-term Democrat, came a week after a report from the New York State Attorney General concluded that the governor sexually harassed nearly a dozen women, including current and former government workers, by engaging in unwanted touching and making inappropriate comments. The 165-page report also found that Mr. Cuomo and his aides unlawfully retaliated against at least one of the women for making her complaints public and fostered a toxic work environment. The report's finding... Uh, the report's findings put increased pressure on Mr. Cuomo to resign, with even President Biden, a longtime friend, advising him to do so. It spurred the state assembly, Mr. Cuomo's last political bulwark, in, any, in an Albany increasingly arrayed against him to take steps toward impeachment, and it left Mr. Cuomo with few, if any, allies to fight on with him. Yeah. So it... The reason why this story is important, I think, Vince. That's the good question because we're talking about prophecy here. Mm-hmm. We're talking about what's to come. Right. What in the world does this have to do with it? So the the whole reason why I feel like this is important is because I get people all the time that are asking me, well, when are we going to see something that, that lets us know God's hearing our prayers and that things are going on? So we, we know that there's a lot of corruption in not just politics, but the world. And so we're hearing so many different things about people that seem to be above the law. And when these stories first started breaking, there's also another part of this that's going to go into a nursing home scandal now. They're opening up that investigation as well because there's a big scandal about that. I won't go into it today because some of it could be considered, you know, uh, not to be proven yet. And so I won't I won't talk about it today. But it says in this report that they are going to uh, begin that uh, investigation into that as well. And so there's uh, there's some hope there that they're not above the law, that mm-hmm. these people that are in politics, that are powerful, that are wealthy, that they're not above the law. But if you remember, I mean, we don't see a whole lot going on here where the media is really – it's almost this story – is almost like portraying it as he's doing a great thing by stepping aside. He's he's sexually harassed eleven different women. Allegations. Now, are they going to be pressing charges or? I I don't even think they will because he huh. resigned. Interesting. Yeah, but I mean, look he's... at what they did to Kavanaugh when he was trying to come into the Supreme Court and be a Supreme Court judge. There was allegations and there was a huge investigation and they took this man and his family on national TV and just raked him over the coals. Mm-hmm. But this guy, 11 Which, different women. Which, by the women, way, none of his stuff has ever been proven. Right. None of it was. Yeah. It was actually disproven yes. that, that it happened. Uh, but these things, there's even some, some footage of some of this happening. At, I believe it was at a, a wedding or a party uh, where he tried to kiss one of these women, and there's actually some uh, either video or photos. I can't remember exactly. Uh, but there, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things. I believe this is something we're seeing where God is moving. He's exposing some things that happen in darkness, and they're being brought into the light. And I think this might just be the tip of the iceberg. I think there may be other stories like this to follow from other people that appear to be above the law right now. So I won't say any more than that. <laughs> I'll just say that's why we're talking about this story because it's a big story. Now, we wanted to get into some scripture here. Mm-hmm. How do you want to segue into that? Just go right into it. You want me to read it? You want to read it? You know, <laughs> let's, yeah, we can just kind of go into that scripture. You can read it. Read, read those two scriptures because God tells us that he's going to do this. 
Okay, Matthew 10, 26. Fear them not therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed and hid that shall not be known. In Luke eight seventeen, for nothing is secret and shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. Yeah, so the Lord tells us that he's going to do this. And he tells us there, fear not, fear them not. So we don't have anything to fear right now. Uh, we need to continue. I know that right now fear is being pumped into our homes all the time. You know, there's a big uh, red alert the other day that Dave did a program on, on global warming. Red alert, red alert, you know, and COVID's coming back and mask mandates are coming back. And all these things are happening at this at this time. There's also some talk about election fraud that's going on right now. So it makes you wonder, is some of this happening to take the attention off of the information that you're trying to give about some election fraud that happened. Who knows if anything's going to come out of that? We don't know. I mean, that may be something that they can never do anything about. But at least now we understand that it is possible for those things to happen. So God is in control, and that's the bottom line today, Vince. And he says he'll uncover these things. He'll bring them to light. So just a, a word of encouragement from the Lord himself today. Amen. Romans 1, starting in verse 21, says, Because that, when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible Man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness, uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creation more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Now reading that might get us censored alone. <laughs> but we don't yeah. care. We're no, committed we to telling you the truth no matter what it means, no matter how hard it is. And so if you appreciate that, we survive off of the goodness of God and your contributions, partnering with us through prayer, through financial support. Go to endtime.com slash donate. If you appreciate the content we're able to provide for free every single weekday, we're going to continue doing that for as long as possible. So, uh, yeah, if you want to join up with us from a financial perspective, endtime.com slash donate or slash give is the place to go. If you're praying for us, we appreciate it. We feel it. It's encouraging to us. Continue to pray for us. We need it very, very much as we navigate the times ahead. Sorry to cut you off there, Doug. You were commenting about the scripture and I cut you off. No, I mean, I was just going to say that this is exactly where we are today. I mean, these things that the Lord talked about, of course, Paul gives us this in, in the first book of Romans there, but these things we're watching happen. I mean, this whole thing that's going on with the global warming and everything else, they are worshiping the creation and not recognizing the Creator Himself. Uh, you know, I mean, the Lord tells us that there's always going to be seasons as long as the earth remains. Absolutely. All right, the lines are filling up. So if you want to get in on the show with us today, call right now. The number is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We will be taking the calls after the break and talking more about this story that's going around that the final seven years has begun. We'll tell you the truth, get into Scripture on what is actually happening right after the break. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, Volume 1. 
Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. I just realized that I forgot to let you know that we have a trailer of the seven vials available at endtime.com slash DVD. So you can go there right now and watch the a short clip of what that lesson is like, endtime.com slash DVD. Highly recommended. It. It'll soon be available uh, right here on this show, but for now, you can watch it at endtime.com slash DVD. Doug, you've watched it. What do you think? I think it's awesome. It looks so exciting just watching the trailer of it. It gets you pumped up and ready to hear what the lesson's about. And the lesson's not available to even watch yet. It'll ship in September, so uh, and it'll be available on End of the Age Plus at about that time as well uh, before it ships. So uh, if you want early access, you can go to watch.endtime.com and sign up there. But we do want to get to the calls. The number to call if you want to join Doug and I on the air is one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We'll go to Rhonda Lee in California. Rhonda Lee, welcome to End of the Age. Did I say your name right? Rhonda Lee, are you there? All right, we will go to a different call and see if we can get him on. Roy in Florida. Roy, welcome to End of the Age. Amen, my brothers. How are you guys doing? We're well. How are you, Roy? Pretty good, getting better. I heard the prayer. Thank you. We all can remain hopeful. And it helped me, just that little prayer that you just said, and I hope that it helped. I have to believe that it helped other people. Amen. Um, I thank you for that. Yes, and maybe it, may, it might not hurt, maybe. I don't know if you guys have the time to be able to do that, but maybe squeeze one in every evening or every time at the very end, maybe a short little prayer or something, or we can just pray amongst ourselves with you, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, I think everything's being revealed, don't you? I do. Everything, everything yeah. is coming out. I, I do believe evil. it's happening. <laughs> it is a, but I also at the same time, if you, I don't know if you can see it or feel it either, but 
I think everything is a distractor. Mm-hmm. I don't know what something's being distracted from, but if you think, I mean, just that's the way I feel. Mm-hmm. When you want to distract the people and you want to take their attention away from something, you focus it on everything else to get to keep them occupied. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that's true. When you look back the true. other way, there's something going on over there. Mm-hmm. I do. And it, it's really, I tell you what I feel also. I feel like uh, right now the Lord is really waking some folks up that may be straddling that fence. They might be that lukewarm Christian. And uh, I think people are beginning to uh, really seek God in this situation because there are some people that are really starting to notice things are, are not what they appear. And uh, I, I you know. I, I just we feel it. I mean, I've watched people in my Bible studies that I teach. Uh, they're hungry. People that I've talked to on the phone uh, the past few weeks, they are hungry and they're noticing things are going on. They want to know more. And so I, I believe that the spirit of the Lord is really stirring people at this moment. I can feel it, too. I can you can almost see it. It's like before your eyes, you know it, but you, it's like you don't see it. It's like the presence. You, you know, it's there. You don't see it, but you can feel it and you know what's happening. Amen. So, yes, sir. And also, you know, I just want to say this real quick. Um, I know you guys have a lot on your plate, but it's like they say, Jesus, don't give you more than you can carry. <laughs> and it's like, not like you guys don't have enough to do already, but maybe if somebody could reach out, maybe they'll reach to you. I'm going to pray for this now, that somebody, maybe Fox, OAN, OAN Newsmax, somebody, a God-loving, country-fearing um, people will reach out to you, or maybe you reach to them and try to get on the air because if you've got all these people sticking their fingers up into the sky, then we've got to do something more, something that somebody has a voice that can stand up. Yeah. And maybe all of us just can stand up. Just all the Christians rise up and just fight against what we see is happening, and we Amen. know it's wrong. Yeah. Get our word out whatever way we can. Absolutely. Thank you for your call, Roy. Thank you for that suggestion. Uh, we would certainly appreciate your prayers about that. We are uh, ready to go on interviews uh, anywhere yes, that'll have us, so Fox News, CNN, whoever's willing on these large uh, networks, or even we do it doesn't we don't measure the size before we go on. But for all the uh, bigger networks that you just mentioned, there we're we're happy to do that. So Roy, thank you for that suggestion. Yes, if sir, everyone out there would prayer. continue to pray about that, and uh, we would certainly appreciate it because we know that uh, God can use an interview like that and put us in front of who knows who, and it'd be just the perfect thing. So we are trusting in God as he guides us to do that. So appreciate that recommendation, Roy. We will go to Rolland in Louisiana. Rolland, welcome to End of the Age. Rolland, are you there? Yes, I'm here. And All right, my, you're my on the show. This and a quick question. Perfect. My comment is, without government, of the people, by the people, for the people, is it not we the people responsible our national sins and think about our national sins roe versus wade has been on the books since 1973 over 60 million pre-born babies have been murdered okay and as recent as 2015 our government put the sanction of homosexuality on the books by way of gay marriage approval and we know the bible calls that an abomination are we not, all of us, we the people responsible for our national sins? That's why Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, that's why God's not hearing our prayers. I mean, am I wrong about that? I think he's not hearing our prayers 
because we have those national sins on our books. And Franklin Graham, Reverend Franklin Graham, and Rabbi Jonathan Kahn went to Washington with over 100,000 people last September to pray and ask God to heal our land because of that scripture. Has anything changed? I think not. I mean, what do you think? Am I wrong about that, or, or, or do we need to first get those national sins off the books? Well, I, to hear our prayers. Yeah, I think that words. some of that is beginning to happen. I, there was a story that kind of got buried under a bunch of other headlines the other day uh, that Mike Pence, uh, along with some other lawyers, were working on trying to see if they could get uh, some movement on the Roe versus Way. Uh, there are some things happening. I, I believe that like uh, when Abraham spoke to God about uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and he talked about ten righteous people. If there's ten righteous people, would, would God save the land? Now, they couldn't find ten righteous people there. But I believe that America has a lot of people that are seeking uh, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. I believe that there's a lot of saints of God here that are on our knees that are praying. And, and I, I don't believe... That I mean, we as a people are guilty of some of the things that our Congress has pushed through. Now, we may need to to have our voice sound a little louder. And and I do believe that that's kind of what I was talking about earlier with these prayer meetings, with people beginning to wake up. I think we will see some things reversed and some things happen around here. But it's going to take uh, everybody crying out to the Lord. Yeah. I believe you're right, and, and I thank you for taking my call. Well, thank you, sir. God bless you. All right, Doug, let's get into this third story, if you would like. Um, before we hit the next break, we've got several other callers. We do have open lines at one eight seven seven end time one 877 and we will get to those calls that are there and uh, those of you that called between now and then. But uh, we do want to get into this next story, um, which is... Um, you know, there's there's a teaching going around, um, probably by several, uh, at least that we've seen, that the final seven years has begun because Pope Francis has signed. Uh, you want to say it, or you want me to? <laughs> I would rather you say that. <laughs> you would rather. It's called the Laudatosi, right? Laudatosi, Laudatosi. That's what it's called. Yeah, the Laudatosi. And they think that because that's been signed, the final seven years has begun. Yeah. And they're telling people that we're in the final seven years. Yeah. And so this is a pretty big story that we need to talk about so folks can know what's up. Because it, we've told people for years, for decades, when the final seven years begins, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about it. You're going right. to know about it. We're going to tell it as loud and as often as we can. Right. So... Um, if someone believes that this is the case, then we want to be able to explain where things are at. Right. And I've had people reach out to me. Now, Now, Dave actually did a program about this when this article first came out in May. And you know if Dave broke this down, everybody knows how thorough Dave is and how he follows all this tooth and nail. And had Dave seen anything in that story that would have alerted him to the final seven years starting, Dave would have been the first one on the show to say something about it. But the reason why we're talking about it today is because of this teaching. And I've had a couple of people call that were concerned about it because they're saying that the Pope made the confirmation of the covenant, the covenant mentioned in Daniel 9.27 
But really what this um, article actually does is it lines up perfectly with Revelation 17. It's, it's where the Pope is really pushing the agenda of the UN here with the UN Sustainable Development Goals, Vince. It's, it lines up more perfectly with that. And what do we know from Revelation 17? We know that in Revelation 17 that we have Mystery Babylon, the mother of harlots, and she's riding the scarlet-colored one-world government beast, the seven-headed, ten-horned red dragon. She's riding the back of this beast. And so this lines up more with that because what these goals are, and the reason why it alerted everybody is because it's, he wants to have it all worked out within seven years. Okay. So it's like a seven-year plan. And that's what we see in Daniel 9.27 is we see a seven-year plan, a week, uh, which is actually a seven-year period. And so that's what alerted people to this and said, well, could this be? But the thing is, this aligns up with prophecy, all right, because we know whoever is the pope at the time will be the false prophet when the Antichrist is revealed. But the Antichrist is going to be revealed first, and we have scripture to talk about that. But let's just talk about the article a little bit first. Um, Now, you said that very well. I like the way you said it. If I say it, it's going to sound East Texas, so it's going to sound... (laughs) You know, loud o to see. So I apologize, but that's just who I am and where I come from. But the thing is, is it talks about caring for our brothers and sisters. It means caring for our home we share, talking about the earth. So it's like earth worship, like what we read in Romans a while ago, where it said they worship the creation more than the creator. Mm-hmm. Well, here you have the Pope talking about the earth we share. Now, Vince, were we given responsibility for the earth in the Bible? I mean, we were, right? We're supposed to take care of the earth and and all that stuff. But it's not where we're worshiping the earth and the way the sustainable development lays it out. It's not like earth worship. It's just like, you know, taking care of what God gave us to take care of. But anyway. Now, you you made it this far, and now you're going to really start rubbing people wrong. Yeah, right. I probably am. And censorship. Well... I mean, you know, it's just part of the deal. I got to tell them the truth about there you go. what's going on. So I'm, I'm doing it out of love, and I hope they can feel that love as I'm saying this because, I mean, we are supposed to take care of, of what God gave us to take care of. But this breaks it down into a way where they're talking about things, and it sounds really good. If you're a person and you don't really understand what the dynamic of this is, these things don't sound too bad. I mean, it talks about... Uh, the response to the cry of earth. So, you know, I mean, what does that mean, the response to the cry of earth? It's to protect this common home that we live in. Uh, that's what the Pope is pushing. So we'll, we'll come back to this in a minute after this break. Yes, we will. It's called the Loud Atosi. There you go. The Loud Atosi. Uh, You can look that up while we're on the break and we'll talk more about it. We'll get to your calls. Join us at 1-877-END-TIME, 1-877-363-8463. Has the final seven years begun? We'll break it down after the break. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now 
more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. Open lines at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. I want to remind you once again, we're super excited about Dave's very first DVD uh, here with End Time, and um, the I guess. Not just here with End Time. It's he 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 was on a, another DVD for um, When Will the Rapture Happen with Irvin. This is the one where it's it's him teaching the lesson entirely. Um, but anyway, that just came out. It's not a it's not totally available yet. But you can go ahead and contribute to it for a gift of any amount. Uh, by going to endtime.com/dvd, uh, you can also go there to watch the trailer to get a little bit better idea of what's going on. But anyway, a gift of any amount will get it shipped to you first in September. So be sure to do that today. We're very, very excited for Dave and for our whole team. Um, you know, there's about a dozen people that work on a lesson uh, when we're able to put it out. So uh, we're all celebrating when it does come out. We're very excited about it. Endtime.com/dvd. Anyway, Doug, we want to. Um, address the Laudatosi properly before we move to the calls. The number to join us is one eight seven seven end time But let's get back to this response to cry of the earth. What in the world does that mean? Well, what the Pope has done here, Vince, is he's kind of taken those sustainable developments of the UN and he's put a, a Christian slant on it to try to say, look, it's, it's the Christian responsibility to do these things. And so we, what we're seeing here is we see one world government with the UN and what their plans are for sustainable development. And then we're watching the Pope and the leader of that one world global religion that we talk about, the false prophet in Revelation 13, uh, 16, where he comes up and he's talking about uh, making everyone worship the, the first beast, which is that uh, one world government and the Antichrist there. And so we're watching the union here begin to uh, really bond together as he talks about this. So the response to the cry of earth is one of the things that he talks about. Um, so you could just understand what that might be. The response to the cry of the poor is another one. Uh, the uh, ecological economics. So now we're talking about... Um, you know, the uh, way that we use fossil fuels and things like that and supporting other um, countries globally, you know, with our economics and things like that, sharing the wealth, basically, a socialist uh, idea. But then adopting sustainable lifestyles. So they want us to be more energy efficient. Um, Already, you know, I mean, these things are already happening within government, you know, you can't take a good, hot, steamy shower like you used to with a lot of 
<laughs> throttle behind the, the water anymore because they've put reducers on your shower heads. You can't even get a nice stream of water coming out like you used to. But, I mean, these things are, are what these things talk about. And then it talks about us moving toward a plant-based diet, which, you know, I know that a lot of people are, are vegans and they don't eat meat anyway. But I'm a meat eater. If you can't tell by looking at me on the, on the TV, on the screen, if you can't tell that, I'm a meat eater and I like my meat. So this doesn't set well for me for one thing. I do like veggies too. But anyway, talking more about walking and riding a bike and not driving a car, all those things line up with the UN. Uh, Then we talk about uh, the education of the ecosystem. We talk about ecological spirituality, community engagement. and so he, he just goes through these, these different things. Like you said, there's a website where it puts it all together. That's not as important today. I mean, it is, but not as important as this teaching that the final seven years has started because of this. Well, I'm sitting here going, how ignorant am I? I'm reading all this. Can we please put this in, in plain terms where <laughs> the average Joe can understand it? I, Joe the plumber, can, can he understand this stuff? Yeah, well, I can't. Right. Let, it, let's talk about what it really means. And, and scripturally, has the final seven years begun or not? No, the final seven years has not begun because... Because if, that's what the show would have been about today if it was right. the we, whole thing. We probably would have all three been in here today. Dave probably would have been with us and we would be jumping up and down on this desk if that were the case. Well, It probably wouldn't hold all three of us. We're pretty big guys. I'll stay back. And, <laughs> and catch whoever falls. Well, I'll at least take pictures and record. So. There you go. But... So the bottom line, Vince, is we, we know that the seven years has not started, okay? For one thing, like I was talking about before, what this does is it uh, just shows us that Revelation 17, it, it lines up with that uh, mystery Babylon being Rome and the Vatican, like we've said before. And, um, and the Pope, of course, being the leader of the Vatican is in cahoots with the one world government here. And so that's really what this paper lines up with. It lines up with the world government. And then he puts the Christianity slant on it. So the more important thing is, so what does Scripture say about that seven years? There and how go. can we prove there we go. that this hasn't started? Okay. So when we look at that, why don't you read Daniel 9.27 there for us, Vince? And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice, sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate even until the consummation and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Okay, so there's a lot of information in that one little verse. Yes. So it says he shall confirm the covenant with many. So the covenant, we're talking about a situation that's going to allow Israel to have a temple because we see that sacrifices are started back and that this he here, that he is the one that stops the animal sacrifices and causes the abomination and desolation. It's the Antichrist that this scripture is talking about. Okay, and how we know it's the covenant is talking about Israel is because the covenant that the Bible talks about is found in Genesis fifteen eighteen. You want to read that for us? In the same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. So the covenant there, Vince, is the covenant God made with Abraham for Israel's right to be in the land of Israel, for them to exist there. And not only exist there, but that's where the first and the second temple stood. 
where they had animal sacrifices that they sacrificed to the Lord, where they worshiped God there. So we know that that's what this is talking about, the covenant for Israel to exist there. Now, people ask all the time, well, how do you know that this covenant is going to be between Israel and the Palestinians? Well, the way we know that is because these two have been fighting over that same dirt on that ground for a long time there. Uh, The Palestinians claim that Israel occupies their territory. Israel claims that they have the right because of the covenant from God. And so we know that these two are banging heads all the time about this. Well, the Bible tells us that there's going to come a time when the Antichrist will be revealed. And when that happens, God says in Matthew 24, he says, let those who be in Judea flee into the mountains. Judea is the area that is disputed right now that the UN says is occupied by Israel and that it's Palestinian land. So they're all talking about giving the Palestinians the West Bank or Judea Samaria. And there are Israelis living there and they're saying in these peace talks, Israel can still exist there only under Palestinian authority. So we know that's what this covenant is talking about. But what, what about us being the temple? So there's people say there's not going to be a temple. What, we're the temple now. Right. So why does there have to be a temple? And the way that we know this is because God tells us this. He tells us in, first of all, he tells us in Daniel 9.27 that there's going to be sacrifices made again. Well, that's going to happen in the temple. How do we know that? Revelation 11. You want to read that? Revelation 11, 1 and 2. It says, And there was given me a reed like unto a rod, and the angel stood saying, Rise, and measure the temple of God. Now, can that not be spiritually speaking, like we're all born in... Again, and we make up the temple. Well, let's just keep reading. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and the altar and them that worship therein, but the court which is without the temple, leave out and measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles, and the holy city shall they tread under foot forty and two months. Okay, so that gives us a little bit more information there. This is a physical temple that John was told to measure. There's an altar, and there's them that worship therein. So we know that if there's an altar there, there's going to be sacrifices going on and there's going to be worship in there. Without sacrifice, the Jewish people, they can't worship. They have to have the sacrifice to forgive them for their sins. That's what they believe. They, they don't part recognize... Part of their worship. Yeah, big right. part of their worship. And they don't recognize Jesus as their Messiah, so they don't understand the fact that we are the temple of God and the Holy Spirit dwells within us. So this is what we're talking about. Then it talks about leave out the outer court. Guess what sets in the area that would be the outer court if a temple's built uh, north of the Dome of the Rock? The Dome of the Rock sets there, doesn't it? And that would be the outer court. That would be the sharing arrangement. The Bible's talking about leave that out because it's given to the Gentiles. And they're going to tread on it for 40 and 2 months. So 42 months is three and a half years. So this is talking about the end time. And we know that that's what that's talking about. So another way, Vince, that we can prove from Scripture that it's speaking of the Antichrist and not the false prophet is because we have Scripture in Daniel 11 that specifically speaks about the Antichrist. Can and, you read Daniel 11 for us there? An arm shall stand on his part, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength, and shall take away the daily sacrifice, and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. Uh, on to 36, and the king shall do according to his will, and he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god, and shall speak marvelous things against the god of gods, and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished, for that is determined shall be done. 
Okay, so right here we have Scripture saying the same thing Daniel 9.27 tells us, that the animal sacrifices will be stopped and that the abomination of desolation takes place. And who's doing that? It's the king. It's the Antichrist that this is talking about. It also says he will exalt himself, magnify himself, call himself God. So we have proof of this. In 2 Thessalonians, Paul talks about the same thing. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye may be not soon shaken in mind and be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us, as that, that, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God and that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. So that whole scripture right there says, don't let anybody fool you. The day of the Lord, Jesus coming back and our being gathered to him, that's not going to happen until after another event happens. What? The revealing of the man of sin, the son of perdition. That's not talking about the false prophet there. That's talking about the Antichrist. And it says that he's going to oppose him, uh, to oppose and exalt himself above all that's called God. It's the same thing that it told us in Daniel 11, that he stands there and declares that he's God. He blasphemies God. And so we have that in Scripture telling us that he's going to do this, the Antichrist. So when we move to Revelation 13, it gives us a little bit more information about the Antichrist. It says, And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And so there you see the same thing happening. He's going to make war against the saints and everything's going on there. Uh, just like what we're reading in these other scriptures. He's, he's blaspheming God. He blasphemes the church. He blasphemes the bride. He makes war against them. He talks about everything that dwells in heaven. That's the Antichrist, not the false prophet. We don't hear about the false prophet until much later in that chapter. So, has the final seven years started? No, sir. No, it hasn't. We'll be shouting it from the rooftops when it does. Don't forget to get the seven vials. Go to endtime.com slash DVD. This is a lesson that you need. So go there, watch the trailer, make a decision today to get it. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com. 